0: Hi, everyone. This is Bernie Rhee uh, with Intro to Zen Online. Uh, It's Friday, March 27th. Uh, It's a beautiful day in Williamstown, Massachusetts. Uh, High 50s, um, the sun is out, the sky is clear and blue. And um, it made me realize that I haven't talked about a um, really wonderful and important form of meditation practice that would be perfect to do on a day like this which is walking meditation Uh, a lot of people think of meditation uh, especially those who are new to meditation as being something you have to do uh, physically still like sitting down or in some other uh, unmoving position but in fact one of the um, uh, core ways that people have done meditation for millennia uh, all the way back to and uh, even earlier than the time of the Buddha is uh, meditation while walking. So um, so I just want to spend a few minutes talking about that today. Um, so there are uh, there are a lot of different ways to do walking meditation. Uh, I think I'm just going to talk about two of them. I'll talk about others in the future, but um, I think I'll talk about um, two versions that one can do while walking at a normal, uh, leisurely strolling pace, rather than some of the ultra-slow versions that you can do during retreats. I'll talk about those uh, at some future date, but today I want to focus on the kind of strolling walk that I think would be lovely to take outdoors on a day like this. um, at least in Williamstown, where it's, it's sunny. I don't know how the weather is where where all of you are. So um, let me just keep it really simple. Um, basically, the way to do walking meditation um, is to just go outside. Um, And begin walking, as I said, at a, you know, normal, like stroll through the park, you know, kind of pace, you know, not slow, not in any way that would call attention to yourself and not too quick, right? But kind of medium, you know, going for a stroll through the public park kind of pace. Um, Obviously, your eyes should be open so that you see where you're going. And there's nothing special to do with your hands. Just like let them be Hanging by your side Um, and instead of keeping your awareness on um, just your breath and or sounds as you would during a sitting period of meditation. When you're walking, um, I think the best anchors are the sensations at the bottoms of your feet And then sounds in one's environment. So um, I think the feet are really key. Um, Let your awareness feel with every step um, the sensations produced by the contact that your feet make with the ground beneath you. Just feel, you know, um, when your heels touch. How that feels as your balls of your feet make contact, right with earth. How that feels uh, when you um, when you push off at the um, at the end of every stride. How it feels how the toes curl. Um, feel uh, what you can of the of the texture of the earth uh, of the ground beneath your feet, um, which you will. Probably be able to feel even through shoes. Um, you don't need to be barefoot to do this. You know, is it gravelly? Is it sandy? Is, is it, it, do you feel a soft give of uh, dirt or grass, grassy soil? Um, is it uneven? Are you walking on an uneven dirt road or a perfectly flat, you know, sidewalk? You know, just feel all of that. Um, and have that, the sensations of the bottoms of your feet be an anchor for your awareness, so that as you walk, you can just feel the alterations, the moment-by-moment the moment alteration of the sensations in the bottoms of your feet. And then along with that, listen for all of the sounds in the environment around you, just like we have been doing in our meditation practice. Um, so you're not listening for this or that sound. Or you're not you know, not trying to identify or label sounds. You're just listening with a kind of wide open awareness so you can hear all the sounds coming from all around you, even above you and below you. I think one of the most you know, powerful sounds to attend to while you're doing walking meditation is the sounds of your footfall. Um, i think when we're usually walking you know in day-to-day lives busy trying to get from here to there i think we often don't hear much of anything frankly and rarely hear the sounds that our own feet make as we walk but when we're doing walking meditation listen open yourself to the sounds that your feet make on whatever surface you're walking on uh, is it the sound of a little bit of um, you know sand or grit on the sidewalk that your um, that your shoes, sneakers, boots are kind of like you know um, you know grinding on as you walk? Uh, can you hear the sounds of um, made by the grass uh, as you walk on that grassy you know lawn? Uh, or Or meadow, wherever you happen to be walking now, um, so whatever surface you're walking on, very likely you are producing some sounds as you walk, so listen for those sounds, and as you attend also the sensations in your feet that accompany the movement of walking uh, and then beyond that, just be open to whatever I mean you know you're gonna um, you'll see the, the light you'll see you know just there's no reason to to focus on sounds and sensations in your feet to the exclusion of other things. This is a kind of softer practice than um, it's not a you know intense concentration practice. You're just being open to the beauty um, of the world around you, uh, the light, the fi- the feel of the wind on your skin, the quality of the air on your skin is it dry is it moist? Um, is it cold? Is it warm? Has the sun feel in your skin if the sun is out at all? Um, just feel all of it, but just use the uh, sensations in your feet and just the sounds around you as the anchor where you anchors, where you can rest your awareness. Um, and do this for 10, 15, 20 minutes. It's a it's a profoundly pleasant um, form of meditation practice. And I'll also say that it is a really wonderful kind of meditation practice to do when you are feeling intense emotional or psychological agitation. Uh, You know those times when it's hard to sit just because, wow, you just just feel so bad. Your body just, just feels so restless your emotions are all over the place, you feel like there's such as chaos inside. Um, Now, it can also be really wonderful, important to sit with that, but there are times where it just feels like too much, where it's almost, you know, it's almost just gonna make it worse to try to sit through that. And times where you just cannot sit still. Um, And at times like that, meditation can be a wonderful practice to use. When I taught my uh, class last fall semester called Zen and the Art of American Literature, where um, meditation practice was an experiential component of the class, you know, many of the students found sitting meditation transformative. But some of the students in that class, um, for just different reasons, um, found sitting really difficult, and some of them them even almost impossible. It was just um, hard to just sit still for any extended period of time. And I suggested to students like that, that they try walking meditation as an alternative. And almost all of them who couldn't sit found the walking meditation really powerful and as transformative as some of the other students found their sitting practices. Um, So uh, it can be a wonderful complement to one's sitting practice uh, because, of course, we're just, you know, we're cooped up. You know, these days with social distancing, it can be wonderful to go outside for a walk, and, and then maybe to use that time actually as a time for a, a deepening of one's meditation practice. Um, and also, we're also feeling a lot of emotional agitation, a lot of anxiety, uh, fear, uh, grief, other kinds of emotions, and sometimes when those emotions feel really intense, walking meditation can be a wonderful practice um, to do instead of sitting. So anyway for a lot of different reasons I want to take a few minutes to talk about walking meditation with you guys um, today. Uh, So there's that. So there's a form of walking meditation which is just really simple. Go for a walk at a regular pace and attend to the sensations, physical sensations in your feet and open yourself up to sounds around you. You will notice that when you get lost in thought, you will stop hearing what's going on around you. It's actually like a, it's one of the wonderful things about using sounds as an anchor, you know, cause you'll say, oh wait, I haven't heard. I don't hear anything right now. It's like, I don't hear my own feet, especially, my own footfall. That's a good clue, a wake up call that you become lost in thought, even when you don't realize that. Because of course, a lot of times we just get lost in thought and don't even realize it for a long time. You know, like those times when, you park after driving like, oh my god, I remember driving here like how did I get here, right? Um, well that can happen all the time and so when you're walking Just you know once in a while say am I hearing the sounds and if you're not bring yourself back to the sounds uh, It's a good check on whether or not you become lost in thought daydreams or fantasy And just bring yourself back to sounds bring yourself back to sensations in your feet. So super simple um There's also uh, a different version of walking meditation that um, I want to read you a description of right now as a way of closing this recording. So um, this other form of walking meditation, which is very close to what I just described, but just slightly different. You'll you'll hear the difference in a moment. This is called Gotha Walking. Um, And uh, these particular instructions for Gotha Walking were written by... My friend and Zen teacher Ezra Beta, in his book called Zen Heart. Um, and uh, I recommend his books to anyone who's listening. Uh, his, his last name is spelled B A Y D A, Ezra Beta, and this book is Zen Heart. Um, and um, so these are um, instructions for Agatha walking that Ezra first learned from the great Vietnamese Zen teacher Thich Nhat Hanh Um, and uh, this is Ezra's own way of describing this practice. So I'm just going to close this recording by reading Ezra's um, account in Zen Heart of gatha walking, which is a form of walking meditation. So here's Ezra, I learned gatha walking, a form of outdoor walking meditation from the Vietnamese Zen teacher Thich Nhat Hanh in the early 1980s and I've continued doing it with just a few lapses for over 25 years. The term gatha means verse and in gatha walking we silently repeat the gatha as we walk. Unlike affirmations, the gatha is not meant to change our emotional state. Rather, it is used to direct our attention in specific ways. Gatha walking was once described as the ambrosia of meditations, in part because it requires much less effort than most sitting meditations, but also because it is almost always delightful to do. The instructions are fairly simple. In an outdoor space, walk at a very relaxed pace, as if you are walking casually through a park. Unlike sitting meditation where the focus is inward, gatha walking encourages us to engage the senses, seeing, hearing, smelling, touching. To help avoid getting lost in daydreams, we silently repeat a verse or gatha over and over. The gatha is usually very short and simple, but the words are meaningful and help keep the focus on really being present. The gotha that I've been using for some time has four lines. Here are the four lines. When I walk, the mind will wander. With each sound, the mind returns. With each breath, the heart is open. With each step, I touch this earth. Just to repeat them once one more time just because it's a recording. When I walk the mind will wander. With each sound the mind returns. With each breath the heart is open. With each step I touch this earth. It is best to repeat the verse for the duration of the walk, even if you start feeling very open and spacious. Otherwise, it's easy to become more spacey than spacious. As we walk, we bring awareness to the environment, using the lines to direct our attention. For example, the first line, when I walk, the mind will wander, is a way of simply acknowledging the fact that our minds costly wander. There's no judgment that the mind's wandering is bad, it's just an objective acknowledgement. With the second line, With each sound the mind returns, we direct attention to the sounds, to help bring us back to present-moment reality. I live close to the ocean, so I have the good fortune to be able to regularly walk along the beach, where I not only use the sounds of the ocean and the gulls, but also the presence of wind, the feeling of the sun on my face, the smell of salt water, and whatever other sensory input arises. Being in a beautiful place such as the beach provides a very rich sensory world to take in and appreciate. But we don't have to be at the ocean or in the woods for gotha walking to be a rich experience. I have also had wonderful experiences gotha walking on the busy streets of New York City. With the third line, with each breath, the heart is open. We are not trying to maintain a disciplined focus on the breath, rather the breath is very lightly held as it is felt in the center of the chest. Sometimes it feels as if the breeze goes right through me, with a felt sense that each breath provides food for my being awareness. With this line, as with the others, we stay with it for the duration of a few breaths, before moving on to the next. On the last line, with each step, I touch this earth. We can feel the experience of literally walking on the earth, feeling appreciation for the preciousness of the opportunity to be alive. There is an unmistakable sense of presence, of here-ness that is the essence of being awareness. While Gotha walking can be a delightful experience, the purpose of this practice is not simply to make us feel good. There is no purpose in the ordinary sense. In Gatha walking, we're not trying to get something, nor are we walking toward a particular destination. Rather, each step is complete in itself. Each step is of ultimate value. At the same time, with each step, we are cultivating a much larger sense of what life is in our normal walking with the mind full of thoughts we see the world only through the filter of our thoughts in Gotha walking as the mind awakens the shimmering pulse of life is revealed so that's it for intro to zen online t- for today um goth, gotha walking and just any the kind of walking meditation I described earlier that doesn't use a verse, just being aware of one's feet and the sounds in one's environment, they are both wonderful practices. Um, so I encourage you to give it a try. Um, uh, and I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I'll be back with another installment um, soon. Till then, take care, all of you.